You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Oh, Queensland made hills, and isn't it great to be a Queensland? Queensland made, all right. <laughs> oh, My how good was it? Goodness me, that's the perfect weekend. It's been a maroon wash. Yeah. Did you get your fins out? I didn't. <laughs> I saw a lot of them. This was a sea of fins, wasn't there, yesterday? Excuse the pun. At, uh, what did we get, 32,000 at Suncorp? Uh, we'll talk to Terry Reader a little later on, the CEO, but he's, I wonder if he's had any sleep, the CEO. Mm. Well, it's yeah, a long journey. Probably for couldn't sleep before the match mm. and then didn't sleep last <laughs> night. He would have had fans and members all over him. Yes, well, if you have been under a rock, the Dolphins won their first ever match 28 18 against one of the real title heavyweights, uh, the Roosters, yesterday. And they dominated Felice Cafusi, who took the Arthur Beetson legacy medal. Uh, it was just, he was menacing, he was threatening, he was destructive, he was just great. Yeah. He smashed them. And what about the Roosters? How did they play? You, you watched it in close proximity. Yeah. I, I had it at a, a distance. Just I was having a lunch at mm. the Story Bridge. But, yeah, did, did the Roosters try a lot? Or were they, did they just get stonewalled and brickwalled out of it? Oh, they were smashed. Yeah. And, and it really threw them off their game. They were in mm. their face, the Dolphins. It was, it was great. And, look, it, it wasn't to be unexpected from the three hardheads, if we can put it that way, the Bromwich boys and Kafusi. Yeah. And, and we know that that's what he's built his forward pack around Bennett. And we know that's, that's Bennett to a T. Mm-hmm. You know, set up a tough, strong, uncompromising forward pack and then we'll build around there. The big question marks have been, obviously, he hasn't been able to build that superstar backline roster that can score your tries. But they managed enough yesterday. They scored 28 points. And it was just, yeah, it was fantastic to watch. It really was. Yeah. I sat at home and uh, was riveted by that. The crowd seemed loud and they were into it. And, and uh, I think, you know, 12 all at half time and they needed the crowd to get involved and then they just dominated after that. It was, oh, yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah, they just didn't let up after yeah. half time, didn't they? Um, and then the Messiah had to come out of the box and down onto the field. There, down <laughs> came Wayne. That was unreal. So uh, he was very, very chuffed. And got to sit in front of the journos, eh? Picked out a journo. Yeah. Said, mate, you can't just keep giving it and not take, and it not take any back. You're the one that wrote about me not being in Cairns. Mm. You didn't even check with me why yeah. I wasn't in Cairns. Yeah. And you go and write the article. Now, here we are in a face-to-face world. Yeah. So what do you got? I think we've got that clash. This is the clash with the... Uh, uh, he picked out a couple of the journos. You know, had a bit of a crack at a couple of the guys up from Sydney. Oh, it must have been a big day, huh? To get yeah, you guys we... out of Sydney, north of the border and all that sort of stuff. But had a clash with uh, one of the guys who'd, who'd given it to Bennett for not appearing at that trial match up north. Is that standard way for the Dolphins now? Is that where you build this club from? Are you still looking for me? <laughs> Oh, you're here. Well, I went to Cairns. You were looking for me. Watch out. I texted you. Well, I'm not sure I want to answer your question, mate, because you haven't had the decency to wing me about it, so. Wayne, Isaiah. Well, you made me a headline up for it, you know, because. I didn't ask you where you were. Well, no, because you you didn't bother to ask me where I was. And you went on your little trip and had your say, well, you know. You can't just give it, mate, and not take it. 
<laughs> which is current platforms. That's what you do. You mm-hmm. give it. You don't take so much. Yeah. So, so you need to be careful in no, a face-to-face world. Well, and I'll tell you what, it's not his first radio. I've been reporting on him since the, the South days in 76. So good on him. I mean, What, he, res- <laughs> what result would you have got, you reckon, if you had a ring? Oh, Nothing. He, he, Probably not. No, he wouldn't no. have taken the call, but at least he would have seen, oh, he's rung. Because he didn't respond to the text. Mm. That's a bit modern for a 74-year-old. Well, so. let, let's let's listen to a, a couple of Bennettisms from yesterday's fantastic win. First of all, Bennett talking about the occasion. The chance they talk about being in the NRL and, and having 30-plus thousand people here today, it's, it's, it's just a great occasion. There were so many winners today, but the biggest winner today is the game. That's the biggest win of the day. One of the most difficult things is to is to get that first win because it just settles everything down. And, um, so a loss here today would have put us under a hell of a lot more pressure and a loss back 36 years ago would have done exactly the same to the Broncos. Um, mm. no, I mean, I know it's the greatest cliche in the game, the biggest winner of the game, but it was yesterday. The game was the winner yesterday. I mean, very few gave them a chance, mm. uh, including you and I, mm. including a, a lot of the pundits. We'll hear from Scotty Sattler who is one of our most respected voices here on, on SEN. He's a very, very smart reader of the game. Uh, his knowledge of, of what's happening in the background of matches. We'll, 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 we'll talk to Sass. We're also going to talk to Terry Reader, as I mentioned. We can't wait. But were you there yesterday? Were you part of it? Love to hear from you. Brighton Homes open line, 13 13 55. Or that text line is 0467 736 736. It was a part of history. It was a Queensland sporting history. They looked yesterday. like they belonged. Yeah. Right from the word go. Mm. Their whole spine, how good was it? One, six, seven, nine. Yeah. Marshall King, outstanding. Yeah. He was brilliant. He really was. Yeah. So he was fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean O'Sullivan seemed to do the job really, really well. Yeah. And let him around. Yeah. What did you think? What do you think of six? Well, well Wayne was, was happy enough with Katal, but he just said, hey, he's going to get better. He's a kid. Yeah. He's a baby. He, he, he chanced his arm a couple of times. Yeah. Um, that's right. But yeah, look, I, I thought uh, the hammer was wonderful. Yeah. Out back. So yeah, there are a lot of positives to come out of it. The, the, the thing is they've got to back it up. So it was almost 35 years to the day here. So, so March 6th, which is March 6th today in 88. I'll let you say this today. What's that? You know, you've got to back it up. You're only allowed to say that today, not yesterday. Okay, all right. Well, almost 35 years to the day, the Bronx beat the reigning premiers. It was a big deal. 44-10, they gave them a touch-up. Lewis, Langham, Miles, Greg <laughs> Dowling, they're all part of it. They went on to win their first six games of the season, but then, you know, fell in a hole. Uh, missed finals, finishing seventh that okay. year. So, um, look, look, there's a lot to look forward to, but as, as Wayne said, getting that first win in front of your home fans at Suncorp, it just meant so much. And he, he was he was a little understated when they first started. They're not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> not too bad. Uh, yeah. No, very, very good. Good on you, Dolphins. Uh, I know a couple of, of people who are now fans, now supporters in mm. uh, of of them, not not anyone else. Uh, so yeah, I had the perfect Friday. I had the perfect Friday as we got ready to a lot mm. for a lot this weekend. Uh, I was down at the Jack Beasley Foundation. Now Jack was uh, a victim um, of a random knife attack a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So his parents put on and, and administer this lunch every year. Uh, and with the good support by the police, um, so and they raised good money. And and Choppy was the guest speaker, oh, Big Barry it? Hall. Um, <laughs> those two, that was unreal. And Choppy told a lot of stories. He told a story about Artie's first speech. He said, 
about Queensland and New South Wales. Two arms, two legs, and something else. <laughs> Anyone in this room doesn't believe we can beat them, there's a so, such and such door. <laughs> Get out the door. And, and then Chobby sat next to him during his pre-match routine. He was in the next to him in the dressing room. Yeah. And he got the stocking, you know, the powder, the, the resin yeah. that was on his jersey. It was in a stocking, a lady's stocking, because they didn't have plastic bags in those days, he said. And it was a big, like, you know, fly it around and whoo, hit it on the on the jersey, you know. And, <laughs> you know, smoke coming off everywhere. <laughs> and then he gets this big jug of um, Vaseline out. Two big fat fingers go in there and he's got Vaseline going up his arms and all over his legs and Choppy is 21 years of age going, shit, this is war. <laughs> like, it was like unbelievable how, how he explained it all. So yeah. it was a great lunch. And then we got to announce at the lunch Australia and India, one for none. Kawaja's out for a duck chasing 76. <laughs> oh, no, there were groans through Second the crowd. Ball. And then the next announcement was one for 50. And everyone's going, ah, really surprised. And then they announced the win and they went berserk. So it was just a great day. You're heading over there tomorrow, aren't you, to yes. India? Yes, going to India. So fly there tomorrow. The, ne the next day is Holly, the festival of colour, where if you go outside, you get slammed with colours like oh. that don't come out of your clothes. <laughs> so we're in our rooms for the first day, the 8th, that's Wednesday. And then uh, the game starts on the 9th. So I've got to try to do this show with you, Paddy, and then uh, do a little bit of commentary for SEN and then do uh, some work just meeting a lot of Indian uh, people and corporations and uh, cricket associations to sort of uh, let them know how good our conditions are out here. Yeah, I read about it over the weekend. Yeah, big time coming. So we've got uh, Darren Lehman coming in to fill in for you yesterday, uh, tomorrow. Right, eh? Uh, and, of course, tomorrow, uh, first one of the year for Cameron Smith. He will right. be he will be joining us for a whole half hour on the show tomorrow morning while you're in the air winging your way north and then hopefully we'll by the wonders and the magic of modern technology we'll have you on board with us on Wednesday morning. Yes, back on air. Yes, I, I get there uh, you know at about two thirty in the morning Queensland time. No, that's when the show is actually. I get there about ten o'clock at night and I'll do the show at two. Mm. Uh, is, so could you see, could you ask me a quick, ask Cameron a question for me? Mm -hmm. Where's my phone charger? <laughs> see if we can get my phone charger back. <laughs> Had to go and buy another uh, one yesterday. Hey, uh, very quickly, Cuzzy, I'll tell you what, I didn't, I didn't know whether we'd hear from him, but yes. to, to his credit, he's called. So congrats to Heels. He picked the Reds to beat the Force. <laughs> didn't know ever. 71-20. Uh, biggest score for the Reds ever in Super Rugby. Ten tries. And the team I picked, the Blues, who, as Tommy told Ooh. us the other day, one of the favourites for the Super Rugby, went down to the Brumbies. Well, they touched, touched up the Crusaders mm. and then lose to the Brumbies. So big win, Brumbies. Yeah. Bit of trouble for the boys. Kiwi sides, too. The Kane skipper, Artie Sevilla, uh, made a throat-slitting gesture to yeah, Alex Murphy. Yeah, he'll, he'll cop a couple of weeks for that for sure. Uh, so the Canes beat the Rebels 39-33. So it was a pretty competitive Rugby round. league is uh, full of a few things, too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll do my gloves off today on uh, Ricky Stewart's comments about Rugby League Players Association and, play, and players associations in general. Mm. Um, but HIAs and the independent, independent doctor, doctor yeah. in the bunker. Why, why don't they have an independent doctor at the ground? I don't know. Maybe costs. Yeah. Well, how many costs are in this game? Yeah. So I don't understand how a bunker... Anyway, well, 
what do we do about that? Um, can we shorten the fifteen minute period down that they've got to yeah. be off the field? It's a question. It's that's one that they're not going to win. No, the, but the coaches if you, will if not you pass win your test, if you pass your HIA test, yeah, you still got to sit off for fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's a I fifteen why. minutes. Yeah. Well, there was two blokes that didn't look uh, incapacitated at all. No. Honga being one of them. Hey, we've gone into six fifteen hills. We what about, and then they let shoulder charges go. No, they didn't. They've got. They've well, got, they've got them now. Rappenar is on a grade one shoulder charge on drink water. He's going to be out for three or four weeks. Got to be. I, I doubt but he he'll got to play it. the game. Uh, yeah, I know. They, they didn't well, even get a penalty. That was a bad call. Bad yeah, call. well, there you go. And then Wade Graham. Yeah, if, and those boys, if they want to get rid of the shoulder charge, they've got to go the journey. Yeah, well, he'll go three or four weeks as no, well. Sh- no threes. Get four. Hmm? No shoulder charges. Yeah, I know. Well, it's out of, it's got, I've got to say, it's out of character for Graham. It's not, it's not his, he's not a, it's nothing to do with him. Yeah. It's what he did, the, his behaviour, that, that tackle. You, you can run in much, much harder if you're not going to wrap your arms around someone. Hmm. Well, and you're making big collisions with, in a time where the game doesn't want big collisions. I know, I agree with you. Right. It's, it's going to be three or four weeks for both. Four. Six. Titans. Make it six. We haven't mentioned the other scores. Titans v Tigers, 22-10 at Leichhardt. It was seething. Titans um, were pretty good, weren't they? Second coming of Tim Sheens, but the Titans held up well. Kieran Forms done his knee. We're waiting for scans on that. They're hoping it's just a cork. Bronx over Penrith. Seems an age ago uh, mm. in the rain, but this was a really gutsy, brave win by the Broncos. Their defence was unbelievable, 13-12. And, of course, the Cowboys had it all wrapped up early and uh, held on to beat the Raiders 19-18. So mm. that was the maroon wash for the weekend. We'd love to hear what you thought. Were you part of the Dolphins' history-making win? Brighton Homes open line, 13-13-55, or that text line, 0467-736-736. And don't forget, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Just search SENQLD or on TikTok heels, Pat Heels SEN. Oh, yeah. you got to go through the round, the rugby league round on TikTok. Oh. Have I? Yeah. When do I do that, Matty? Whenever you tell them. Oh, yeah, when we <laughs> get, uh, you know, time with the great Pat Welsh. <laughs> we can we can discuss that. I've got to get Heels uh, set up for uh, India today, but we'll do that during the week for sure. i tell you I, what. I'm just having a look at round two mm-hmm. to get my tips going mm. before I go to India. It's a tough round. Mm. It's a tough round already. Last week was tough round too. Well, I got six. <laughs> it's a very tough round, wasn't it? No, that take my hat off to you, mate. That, you, you know, the only difference between you and I was the Warriors and the Knights. I went Knights, and the Warriors might be a bit better than I than I know. Mm. Hey, as we said, history yesterday with the the Dolphins. Jesse Bromwich, uh, a very very proud skipper. Yeah, certainly. It's definitely special uh, for different reasons, you know. Before the game, you know, just talking to some of the, you know, the chairman and some of the staff around the place, man, and they just, just what it meant to them. And to go out and perform the way we, we performed and, you know, really make some of them proud and, you know, grown men of tears in their eyes, it was pretty special, way. Eh? Yeah, well said. Well said. And it was good of him to be, to get around and speak to those types and, and not be so closed off and preoccupied with what you got to do on the field. To be able to talk to Bob Jones and get a feeling so, of all that through the whole day, it must have been so big. 
Well, they're saying pretty much that the the super coach was guiding some of the corporates to certain areas that yeah. you know that may have never been to Suncorp before, and they're pointing them in the direction. Yeah, going, almost un- you can imagine unheard of. You can imagine. I just stand there going, "I used to own this. I used to own this Suncorp Stadium. Just go down there, please, and uh, we'll sit down there and we'll take that section out." <laughs> um, a little bit like Wayne, Jesse Bromwich was uh, completely enamoured with the, the work of Kafusi. I didn't, I didn't get a sense really, but you know he's been, he's been really good for the club. He's really come up here and taken that leadership role up here. In Melbourne, he was a bit more quiet. You know, up here he's really come out of his shell and he's really enjoying himself and really getting around the boys. So, I think he might be in for a bit of a, a big year. You know. Mm. Well, what perfect, perfect observation. You know, coming from the storm altogether, and you notice a, a big change in one of the great players. Mm. That's huge. I wonder if the Titans took any notice of it because they followed that match straight away and uh, Justin Holbrook was, was pretty happy with a Titans win at a seething Leichhardt. As I said, Leichhardt was packed to capacity. I know the locals call it the eighth wonder of the world and it was making plenty of noise last night, but uh, Holbrook's team did their very best to silence them. Yeah, it was obviously you know, a really tough win. So I'm thrilled that we that were, you know, played well enough to win round one. Um, obviously... The way the first half panned out, I don't think we touched the ball for seven minutes and that was our own sort of wrongdoing. And uh, then, you know, finally got an opportunity and um, you know, Kieran and Dave set up that first try for us. And uh, then we didn't have a lot of attacking opportunities throughout the game, but geez, we defended well. Foran and Fafita. Mm. That's a combo and he swapped sides of the field, eh? Fafita's on the right now. I yeah, because he... of the injury to Bo Fermo. Yeah. So he has to go that way now. But uh, yeah, they'll, they'll be lethal, I hope. It looked good last night. But let's just hope that the, this injury to four and this – it's, let's just hope it's a, it's a cork. Uh, mm. We'll have scans today. A, because... It was a knee clash, wasn't it? Yeah. Something like that. I, mm. I, I saw that mm. as he was limping off from the dead ball line. So uh, they, to me, looked noticeably fitter. Last year I said the same about the Cowboys, and that was the case. So the way Tino was getting up off the ground, yeah. back into defence and back up, uh, well, without he didn't even sweat that much. Did when he? they were under the pump in the second half, Tino was often taking two runs yeah. uh, in attack in, in each set. It was just fantastic. Hey, just a little bit of cricket news. Uh, as Heels has already mentioned, we won the third test. It was brilliant, uh, the Australians. I mean, we can't win the Border Gavaskar Trophy. It's gone. But we can tie the series. Oh, one of the great results, if yeah. that is the case. So yeah. uh, the journalists have moved on to baseball. You know, and how Australia are going to go in England in June, July. Yeah. No, the team can't afford that. They've got to get right here, right now at Ahmedabad. Mm. And I think India might have just looked ahead to, to the World Test Championship last test and the green top that might be put out at Ahmedabad. Mm. They were talking all the wrong stuff. And, and then Australia pounced and were ready to play much, much better than India expected. Lots happening overseas. We'll go through that as well. But uh, just quickly, a golf update. Thanks to Gales Golf Club, the PGA Tour, the Arnold Palmer International. You can play on that championship fairways at Gales. They are wonderful. Oh, I thought you uh, said the Bay Hill. Yeah, well, I've been to Bay Hill as oh, well. Have I mentioned that a couple of times? times. <laughs> There's never been a better time to play. Visit galesgolf.com.au. And, uh, Speed's up there. Yeah, well, something's happened to Kitayama. Kitayama had a two-shot lead the last time I looked. Every time I look up, someone's in a bunker or on a path. So, okay. yeah, it might be him all the time. Kitayama's just taken a triple bogey. Oh, he might have been both. Yeah, so it's boarding back. So Spieth and Tyrrell Hatton leading, the Englishman, 
at nine under. Kurt Kitayama at eight under after yeah, dropping three. Uh, McElroy has just made a bit of a move, made a birdie. He's at seven under. Where's the Aussies? J-Day. J-Day's one under today, minus four. So he's five out of the league. Got a, got plenty of work to do. But uh, it's set up for a good finish at Bay Hill this morning with Jordan Spieth and Tyrrell Hatton now inheriting the lead. As Kurt Kitayama, who had a couple of shots, buffer, has taken a triple at nine. It's just gone 6.30. News coming up. We've got lots more today. As I said, we're going to speak to Scotty Sattler about an unbelievable start to this uh, round of NRL. And, of course, a very happy, uh, whether he's uh, and maybe a sleepless, Dolphin CEO Terry Reader. Back after this. Just coming up to 7.30, thought we'd sneak in a little early because we wanted to talk all rugby league in this last half hour after a wonderful start to the NRL season. Just some brilliant matches, brilliant watching. Uh, I've got to say, Hills, it was tough for me to get out of the uh, out of the couch this weekend to throw <laughs> some, in the, the races. And... Some might say impossible. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't forget Sports Day with Sats and the Rat is back from 5 o'clock tonight on SENQ 693 and SEN 1260 on the Gold Coast. So we, we're working at the, uh, both ends of the day today. Scotty Sattler, SEN's rugby league expert. Sats, a very good morning to you. Now, I don't want to bring up words to haunt you but you weren't overly pleased with the way that the Dolphins had recruited, were you? I just throw me straight under the bus, Paddy, straight off the bat. <laughs> Good eh? morning, Scott. <laughs> rock solid, rock you are. Um, yeah, no, no I, I wasn't. Um, and, you know, whether that remains to be true is, is you know, it's, we'll find out at the end of the season. But um, I've got to say, you know, as, as someone that's been involved in a, a start-up club and how exciting it is for the community... Yeah, those scenes at Suncorp Stadium were great yesterday. It was, and it was there ever going to be any other man than Wayne Bennett that would that would get a group of players like that up for a, a match like that against you know one of the heavyweights? It was, it was it was great to see, great to see the chant coming out from the crowd, and um, it was, it's it's just a it's just a good day overall for for rugby league, I think. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Do, do, yeah. What'd you like about uh, the Dolphins' performance? Sats, you know, you talk about their spine. Anyone really impress you? Well, well, I mean. Felice Cafusi was outstanding, and yes. in those those big games, like which is the first your first appearance for uh, for a club uh, in their first ever game, yeah, you know, your senior players have got to step up, and that's exactly what they did. The senior players they stood up, uh, Mark Nichols and Felice yeah. and Jesse and Kenny and and Co. I love Tom Gilbert's youthful exuberance, mm. his aggression. Isaiah Katoa, I've known a fair bit about since coming to the junior reps at Penrith. Um, I've always watched his progression really closely, and. When he got picked, I thought he was always going to be the better selection than Anthony Milford just because of that unpredictability. And we saw it yesterday, straight for the kick. Instead, I'm going to run on the fifth and get the overlap on the right. And um, Zarko scores in that right wing. So, um, Katoa, I, I really loved his composure in the big moment. And then those experienced players, those ones that, that really need to stand up and stand for something uh, in the first game, yeah, they were just they were highly impressive. Do we think as Harko's put on a bit of size? Yeah, it looks like it. And Tessie yeah. New looks bigger. When Tessie New took his first hit up, I thought, like, who's this kid? I didn't realise it was Tessie. Yeah. yeah. Tessie looks like, but it's good size as well. You can tell it's good size. Um, yeah, I, I thought they, they, they were really good. Yeah, Hamaso Tabuifido, who I'm not sort of overly convinced, or never been in the past overly convinced he's actually a fullback. I think he's probably more of a centre or, or a winger. But yesterday, you can just tell that that full season that he had with the Cowboys is as and the coaching of Bennett and Christian Wolf, 
um, have really made him more aware of the game. So, yeah, he injected himself a little bit like Tommy Travoy, that you'd be sitting around to play the ball or you'd find him out on the edges. It was, no, it was, it was an impressive display. Mm. Hey, of the other three, you'd be particularly pleased for the Titans, I would imagine. Yeah, they were, yeah what I loved about the Titans yesterday is, is that, that you go to Leichhardt, and, you know, Leichhardt doesn't have the the mystique that it once had on a Sunday afternoon, uh, yeah, mainly due to the performances of their team over the last few years. But to go there on first round, Sunday afternoon, pack house, beautiful Sunday afternoon, hot dog man out the front selling hot dogs down mm-hmm. as they walk along the streets. It's that old, it's that old school mentality when you get a Leichhardt. And then they were abs- under an absolute bar- barrage in the first 10 or 15 minutes. They sat back and they just withstood it. And then they came out and, and posted the first points. I've got to say, David Fafita looks amazing. Yeah. And the good thing I like about Dave yesterday is he actually he got involved in those coming out off your own try line. Yeah, those dirty runs that no one yeah. really wants to take. He got involved in a lot of those as well. And that was yeah, that was really impressive. So um, I thought they were really good. I thought they were really, really good. Yeah, Kieran Foran, don't know whether he'll be right next week, but he thinks he will be. But you could just tell both he and Sammy Verrills were um, you know, the reasons why they were, they were signed. And, and big Tino. Tino just keeps marching forward. He's, he's one of the best forwards in the game. So, yeah, they were great. It was great that all four Queensland clubs kick off the season with a win. Well, let's go back to Friday night. As I said, it seems such a, a long time ago, but we're all here going to rap for Kevy because you know they, they had Panthers and Cowboys first two rounds, and there were a lot of pundits out there saying, well, the Bronx will be 0-2 after two weeks. Yeah, the best part about them is it's a little bit like Titans going to Leichhardt, but probably a, a far more daunting uh, task is going to the foot of the Blue Mounds and Penrith defending premiers on a Friday night and their fans absolutely frothing at the bit to yeah. see their side in the regular season and to go down there and, and do what they did. And um, again, you know, I just keep mentioning that word composure and they're so resilient. You know, Penrith... Penrith didn't throw much at them because without Billy Army there, they're a completely mm. different side. Um, and he's the biggest... I think he's a bigger loss than Afi Karoi Sauer. Um, so um, for for them to go down there and do what they did... And, and you know, the, the thing that stood out for me is Payne Haas is just Payne Haas. He was an absolute machine the other night. But yeah. it's those players that have had one more year of rugby league. Jordan Ricky, I thought, defensively was amazing. And then... Um, yeah, Pat Carrigan's always great. Tommy Flegler, you know, again, coming off the bench and making a difference. So it's all those players that have had one year or more under their belt that just matures them. You know, there's always been a saying from Tim Sheens, you're not a true first grade until you've played 30, 50 first grade games. Now a lot of those young guys are getting up over that. They understand where their place in the dressing room is. And you tell that the other night, going up against the Premiers, who are... Who are clutch specialists? When you go to Golden Pony, as Nathan Cleary, ninety yeah. percent of the time you're going to lose it. But yeah, they were great. Mm. What do you make of Ricky Stewart wanting to be trusted as a head coach? You know, there, there <laughs> has there has been clubs, you know, exposed loopholes in everything, haven't they? So you can't expect them to be super trusted. But uh, can we do it a little better than an independent doctor in a bunker? Well, what we're doing is we're testing the integrity of the club doctor um, going out and. And looking at the player and saying, no, I've got to take you off the field. Well, the club doctor actually knows the personality of the player. They, they know whether you know, whether they're coherent, whether they're lucid, whatever it may be. But we need to take that out of the hands of the club. You know, the independent doctor heels has to be at the ground 
Mm. He can't be sitting in a bunker. He can still be looking at screens on the sideline like they have. They have their own little mm. um, quasi sort of bunker on the side. He has to be at the ground. He has to be in a colour shirt like the trainers from each club, a different colour shirt. He has to be able to go out there and check a player, look him in the eyes and see, um, based on the evidence that he's seen from the screen on the sideline, he has to look at him in the eyes and see whether he's coherent, lucid and ready to go. This isn't about whether you've... Oh, yeah, I've, I have been critical over the years, but I've got to say, I've, I, I sit on the side of the NRL here. This isn't about whether you show signs of concussion. This is whether you've had a blow to the head. Yeah. And some players get a blow to the head and they're not concussed. But you know that player has to have some rest because there may be some swelling of the brain. The big one on the weekend was Carlin Ponger. Yeah, yeah. Went down, laid down, got back up, was completely lucid, completely coherent, was able to, to play on. They said, no, you've, you've copped some knees to the head. That's going to that's gonna create some sort of trauma. So we've got to err on the side of caution. We're going to get you from the game. It's a brutal game either way we look at it. But... Yeah. If you've suffered some sort of direct blow to the head, whether it's head collision, recklessness, careless, whatever it may be, unfortunately, you've got to come from the field. And that's just the way the game is. The quicker we accept it, the better we're going to be able to move on. Yeah, exactly. Mate, you'll go through all this in fine detail tonight from 5 o'clock, Sports Day with Satsa and the Rat on SENQ 693, SEN 1260 on the Gold Coast. Um, thanks for getting up early for us, mate. And sorry for throwing you under the bus so early in the interview. Thanks, Sats. Yeah, hey, hey, Paddy, have you asked uh, Heels about the, the beautiful memorabilia piece that he purchased on Friday? I bought two, didn't I? What oh, did you? I bought two. Oh, well it's, one of, the, on it's Friday, one of the best memorabilia pieces I've seen in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> what, the one-night stay at the Emporium Hotel, which is walking distance from my well, house? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's a private one you don't talk about. We don't want to know the details of that one. Yeah. <laughs> but it was yeah. a Chris Close, Chris Close signed jersey from the 1980s. First state of origin. Oh my god, it was amazing. Oh yeah. really? Yeah, mm. one of the first. Uh, yeah, one of the first pieces. That, oh. uh, the piece they put yeah. out after after the yeah. first game. Yeah, we've well, got the a... photos. Photo, photo of Choppy and Arthur Beetson in the in the dressing rooms after the win. It was an amazing piece of memorabilia. How good was oh, how Choppy? Good. How good was Choppy? Choppy close. I've got to say, anyone out there looking for a guest speaker, um, highly articulate, funny. He had the room in absolute. Stitches didn't uh, he heels yep. and um, just telling stories about origin and just you know Phil Gould and he, he had everyone captivated for about 35 40 minutes. He, yep. He's one of the best guest speakers I've seen in a long time, actually. Well guest done, Sats. And, Good and, cause, yeah, and a great man as well. Yeah, thanks, Sats. Uh, look forward to listening to you this yeah, afternoon. Now, Heels speculated that this next guest probably hasn't slept in 72 hours, wouldn't have slept pre game because of nerves, and most probably hasn't slept last night. Because of excitement. Terry Reader, CEO of the Dolphins, a very good morning to you. Morning, boys. Uh, what a wonderful day it is. You're right. Uh, everything smells better, tastes better, is better today after that result, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So have you slept? Uh, it's, been a, it's, it's, been, it's been an emotional uh, couple of days for everyone involved in our club. And, and uh, I don't know if we could have scripted it better and, and said, like, only one game and you don't want to get carried away but if we're ever allowed to get carried away it was last night for that result and what it meant for the team the squad the fans and I think the thing I was most proud of um, you know the result and what our team did but the colour people in that crowd it was taken to the brand and had the fins up and the, it was, it, that was special to see as well you know in that short period of time get people on board and behind the club in such a big way and hopefully we'll have even more getting on board after saw that performance from the team they're going to be really proud of them how long have you had the fins before you've uh, unveiled them yesterday? 
Yeah, no, well, that was, that was we spins up. It's been in, in the it was part of the marketing for a, uh, since since the bid um, was won. But uh, the spins was done by Budget Direct. Actually, one of our sponsors do what we were going to get some done, but they went one better. They've launched their ad campaign. You've probably seen out Wayne Bennett, which is uh, running at the moment. And they they produced uh, the spins app. We gave twenty thousand now. There'll be another five thousand. We'll give out this week at KO and then. We'll play the prompts another 25 going out. But uh, if you don't get one, you put your hand up and it's easy to do. And uh, I think people are loving it. So, yeah. Terry, I gather you went back to the club last night. Tell us about post-game. Will you give us a little bit of an insight into what happened after history was made? Well, the first thing is, as you saw with our players, a lot of our players, remember, it wasn't just the two guys making their debut. Everyone was making their debut for the club. So the amount of family... It was involved with the playing group, but even for our staff in, in general. And, uh, you know, then the dressing room was quite uh, an enjoyable place to be at the end. And, you know, we, we, uh, you got to make sure you enjoy things like that that happened yesterday. And uh, then once we, once we got into it, some, some, of, the, some of our, uh, you know, reckless stalwarts, they, they, they were very emotional. And uh, I think the, Singing the theme song, the new team song, and, and being part of all that was a bit much for them. They got going after the game. It's been an emotional day for many people who've been behind that club for well, 76 years. Returns last week, the foundation. So what a story! Did did those players, family, and staff return to the club down at Redcliffe? No, no. Just, uh, we had a function inside the stadium and then up the back of the paddock. Oh, right, yeah. So, uh, only uh, up the road. So, but uh, majority of our players got actually live. In Redcliffe, so they would have returned there whether they went to the club or not. I'm not sure, but uh, um, we had we had some uh, festivities for families and staff and sponsors um, following the game around the area. Yeah, because it's it is fantastic. They were great times in the old days where. But even before the Broncos clubs were up, you know, you'd have a big post function at the QE2, and uh, and then when the club when the club came into existence, you know, you'd hit the club again and you'd sit with the directors. Uh, and all the players yeah. got to talk to the directors, sponsors, and fans. It was their incredible nights, eh? Well, we'll have that back this week because we play the Raiders at KO Stadium at Redcliffe uh, this Saturday night, actually. And uh, that, that, that'll that certainly be alive um, when we play one of our three games at KO this weekend. And boys will run out in the Heritage Jumper, you know, really playing tribute to the history and, and tradition of our club uh, when they play when we play Saturday night. So, oh. something else we're excited about. Uh, I'm what, sure they'll be hanging from the rafters out there. What they're wearing yesterday's jumper, are they? The heritage one. No, no, <laughs> the heritage one. Like the, yeah. the iconic '80s jumper will wear on Saturday. But I did get you joking in the heels. So yeah, yeah, that, that's a good one. The cherry with the white shoulders and uh, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Hey, now there were some Redcliffe chants there yesterday. <laughs> There's quite a few that, that, that love their peninsula. No, there was, and, and that's—I mean—that's—that's that's our history, isn't it? And uh, you actually weren't allowed to be called Redcliffe Dolphins. You know, I mean, Queensland Rugby League's got different rules about affiliate clubs and not having a neutral club where you play out of the one, the one team. That's why we've got the Capras and we've got the Redcliffe Dolphins that are our affiliates, and uh, uh, the Dolphins will always be the Dolphins. And uh, um, it was actually nice to hear that. And there was a lot of calls going out and cries going out and chants. The crowd were behind them every way, whether I'm from. Great people from Brisbane. It was, it was brilliant. Hey, mate, just on the football side of things, the spine was great, but we all know that those those three storm forwards that you bought, the Bromwich boys and Felice, 
they, as I said at the start of the show, they were menacing, they were threatening, they were destructive. It's everything that Wayne bought them for. Exactly right. And uh, he said it many times. You know, we were, you know, we, our team's got 15 players to play for the country. Seven have got origin experience. We've got premiership winners, leaders, captains of the country. And so that's getting the board back right and having that experience and leadership in there was always the first thing we wanted to do. And, and we did that. And you saw it. Yeah, 28-18 over one of the real premiership fancies in the Roosters. Uh, and you've got to maintain the rage again next week. There's no easy games in this, but, uh, boy, you've made the perfect start. And, and, Terry, just thank you for your generosity, your time with us. You're always great, mate. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you on the show after after one of the great moments in the in the history of this, of this club. No, it was. It was a phenomenal day, and... Uh... Um, the colour sea of red um, and only gets bigger. I mean, it's sold out this weekend at KO already, but you can still buy some good seats still held for membership if you want to buy for the season. And then the next home games, the battle for Brisbane in round four, and won't Brisbane be salivating about that one? That, you know, that's been marked in the calendar, but it's not far away already. Yeah. Good yeah, times. Wait. Well done, Terry. Well done, mate. Thanks for, the, thanks for right, joining please. us. Thank you very much. Dolphin CEO yeah. Terry Reader joining us there. Uh, as I said, a very proud man this morning. It's been a long road, but they're there and they started it off brilliantly.